0: The spin axis here I think is particularly notable because um, whether or not we're gonna see a right or left ball flight. The numbers ended up being exactly what I believe the R&D and designers were intending. Spin axis with the Apex Pro was 0.7. Apex Forge was 1.4, Apex DCB was 1.6. And so what that's telling us is as you get to go up from Pro to DCB, we're gonna get a little bit more right to left spin.
1: This is the Fitting Room Podcast. Here's your host, Nate Adelman.
0: We're still early in the year here on the Fitting Room Podcast, and that means lots of new products to talk about. But this week, instead of introducing a new product like we have for the past couple episodes of the Fitting Room, today is a Fitting Room face-off. It is the Apex Showdown. That's right. We did that two different episodes on Apex Irons. Uh, And today, the guys in the fitting room, we are going to hit all three, the Apex Forge, the Apex Pro, the Apex DCB, head-to-head, same shaft, same length, same specs, and we're going to see how they each performed for three distinct player types. Uh, Joining me today are my fellow testers here on the Apex Showdown. Uh, We'll start with uh, our fitting room faithful, uh, Dave Neville. Dave, welcome to the fitting room. Thanks for having me on, Nate. This is going to be fun. I'm ready for the showdown. And uh, typically, this gentleman is uh, on the other side of the studio, uh, on the earphone side, not the microphone side, and that is producer Tyler Sheehan. Uh, Tyler, we're bringing you out, giving you the microphone. Uh, as another tester here in the Apex Showdown.
1: Well, there's nothing quite like an Apex year, and uh, it, it's always the one we all get most geeked out about. So I, I said I'm I'm being on the show when we hit when we hit these things because uh, everybody uh, Apex is the one where everyone on the team is like, where are the marketing samples? We got to get exactly. them in the bike right now.
0: Exactly. And as the producer of the show, you call the shots. So when you say I'm coming on, you're coming on. I'm coming on. Perfect. So the plan today, uh, Dave, I'm going to ask you to outline the test. Uh, uh, you're the mastermind behind the Apex Showdown. I'm going to ask you to lay out exactly what we we're doing, what we were looking for. And then uh, with the help of our friends down at the Ely Callaway Performance Center, we actually have some TrackMan data as well. So we got the hard numbers as well as our own perceptions of the three different Apex irons.
2: Yes, yeah, so what we wanted to do is take three different uh, golfers and believe me between Nate myself and Tyler we do have three different golfers and allow each of us to hit multiple shots w- with the with all three models with the exact same shaft, the exact same grip using our sort of Optifit for for irons we call the OFIS and we're able to use the the wrench there so just to change out the head so Everything is going to be exactly the same. Um, we did hit somewhere between, I think it was about 8 to 10 shots with, with each iron. We got the averages. We're down at the Ely K- Callaway Performance Center. Shout out to our man, Garrett Pond, who helped run this test with us. So we want to get the impressions in terms of what was uh, happening, in terms of feel, turf interaction, all that, but also the hard numbers in terms of ball speeds, launch rate, uh, launch angle, spin rates carry total distance, and then at the end of the show, we're going to have people tell us exactly what they are going to put in their bag based on this test. Is it going to be one of the irons? Is it going to be some kind of combo set uh, or maybe uh, something else entirely?
0: Let's not waste any time. Let's get right into the results, into the data, and uh, we can start with, uh, I would say in the order that we did the test, um, I was so excited I got there about 30 minutes early. Um, I was there around 7, 7 a.m. I was actually waiting outside the gates because the gates weren't even open yet. Um, but uh, I, I will share that prior to this test, I had been playing a complete set of Apex Pro. So that was kind of my, my baseline, what I, I thought I would play. Uh, and after doing the test, um, we can go through some of the numbers. I hit the Pro first because that was the gamer. And it, I would say the thing that stood out to me the most about the Apex Pro was distance consistency. I, I think I saw that with all three of us, but a uh, distance consistency, shot to shot, even some, maybe you pushed a little, maybe some you turned over a little too much. I saw exceptional consistency of distance, which on a pro level iron, I think is particularly impressive. Um, here, clubhead speeds were all within, or uh, sorry, ball speeds were all Within uh, two miles an hour of one of one, e- one of each other, right around uh, 120 miles per hour with a seven iron, plus or minus a mile per hour. Uh, carry distance was all within a yard or two, and um, total distance as well, about three three yards out after that. So overall, um, I've enjoyed these irons on the course. Uh, they performed about the, how I would expect on the in the test, but the thing. I guess for me, which was going to be more exciting, was seeing how the others compared. And uh, the next one that I hit was Standard Apex. And right away, I noticed the launch window seemed to be very, very similar, um, which I didn't necessarily expect, but the launch window was uh, fairly similar um, between the Pro and the Standard. And one of the, uh, looking at the numbers here, the spin rate was lower. but uh, It was lower with which one, Nate? The Apex Standard was a little bit lower spin rate okay. uh, than the Apex Pro. The Apex Pro had a little higher spin and, for me, a little bit higher launch. Um, but they still, that window to the eye, I don't know that it was enough for me to tell a difference. So I know we talk about lofts being different. Uh, you know, the loft packages on the two are different, but the launch window was the same. And I don't think that that is, is, is an accident there. I think that that is very intentional, that no matter which club you're hitting we want a seven iron to look like a seven iron
2: yeah cuz you're going to have um you're going to have stronger lofts in both the Apex standard and the DCB as well but then the center of gravity and the sole width can kind of counteract that so even though the lofts are stronger and we've talked about this many times around the kind of loft jacking um discussions even though the lofts are stronger the CG is lower and it's deeper the sole is wider so you're actually getting that that same kind of uh launch window that you would with the the apex pro which i think is pretty cool um i found the same thing the, the my launch angles were all within a tenth of a degree of each other wow. between the three
0: yeah and so here if we're looking at the numbers here from a spin standpoint uh from my data it was just shy of seven thousand rpms at backspin with the seven iron which i think is kind of right where you want it with the pro iron and then with the both the DCB and the uh, Apex Forge, they're right at 6,100. So about 900 RPMs less of spin. The launch window looked the same. But when you have a launch that is similar with a spin that is lower, uh, I, I think even producer Tyler can do that math. That's going to mean more distance.
2: That's a recipe for distance right there.
0: So we saw between six and eight yards of more distance With the Apex and the Apex DCB, uh, with the DCB being the longest and I, uh, between the two. And I think that is because of a combination of higher launch with a little bit lower spin. Um, now the DCB, I think, uh, worth mentioning to me, one of the things that I noticed was just how forgiving that club is heel to toe. I, uh, when we're doing a test, you know, we want to get, you know, three to five good shots with each iron. And with the DCB, you're pretty much going to get uh, a lot fewer. You're gonna, you maybe would want to throw out because the face is just so forgiving. So that was the biggest takeaway for me there. I think the, the shots that are hit square in the middle of the, the face, they're gonna have a little lower spin, a little higher launch, um, and they're gonna carry. But um, but really, I think what makes that DCTB special is its forgiveness. And one last comment I just say to wrap up uh, my experience with the Apex Showdown is. Uh, maybe a, a often ignored metric on trackman, but spin axis. And spin axis is really measuring um, whether or not we're going to see a right or left ball flight. Uh, and the spin axis here, I think, is particularly notable because, at least for me, the numbers ended up being exactly what I believe the R&D and designers were intending. So spin axis with the Apex Pro was 0.7. So that means just a hair of spin of right to left, like a draw, but that's probably not even enough to really see much movement at all. Um, And then with Apex, it was Apex Forged, it was 1.6. And with um Apex DCB, it was 1.4. Um, And so what that, or sorry, vice versa. Apex Forged was 1.4, Apex DCB was 1.6. And so what that's telling us is as you get to go up, um, from pro to DCB, we're going to get a little bit more right to left spin and a, a little bit more movement of the golf ball, um, to, to the left, which as a combination of the offset, um, of the clubs and the lie angle, I think that's exactly what the clubs are designed to do. Um, and, uh, I, I guess, Dave, I'll let you comment on that, um, about how the, the right-left profile of the, of the three models goes.
2: Yeah, I was seeing that myself uh, also with the DCB. The DCB definitely has a little wider sole, but a little bit more offset um, as well. And then even in the center of gravity, it wants to be a little bit more um, draw biased. I was seeing that in my shots as well. So a- anytime um, you actually see the results based on what Scott Manwaring and the designers want to do, I would consider that to be a good thing.
0: So uh, from my perspective, three really great feeling irons, three irons that three, seven irons that all launched in a wonderful window, uh, that I felt was not too high, not too low. Um, and I honestly feel like I could play either one. I will withhold what, what, uh, will go in the bag until the rest of you guys have shared your results as well.
2: Yeah, we can wrap it up at the, at the end and, and decide on, uh, what we're actually going to, going to gain for at least the first part of, of this season. So, um, (laughs) I thought my results were really, they were very, very interesting uh, to me. So I've been an Apex uh, 19, the standard model uh, guy, and previous to that, the CF16. Haven't really been a pro uh, in the past um, before, but this new Apex Pro really surprised me in a good way. Um, it, the the turf interaction through the turf was outstanding for me. I tend to be a little bit of a sweeper. I like to take more of a divot, and that Apex Pro helped me do that. Um, the spin rate was definitely higher, and I was expecting that. So I was at about fifty nine hundred um, spin with the Apex Pro RPMs of spin, and then the Apex was at fifty four hundred, and then fifty one hundred for the DCB. So the DCB was definitely the lowest spin of the three, but what was interesting to me was that the the ball speeds were really similar between um, all three, and frankly, I hit the apex pro better than than the other two, and that was something that just absolutely uh, shocked me. Uh, when, when we're talking about the the launch angle, I mentioned that before; they were within a tenth of a degree uh, of each other, and the heights. Uh, were within uh, two feet between the Apex Pro, the Apex, and the DCB, with the DCB being the highest, but only by one foot. So that was absolutely crazy to me. Uh, and in terms of the the distance, I actually hit the Apex 21 the furthest, but it was really close. We're talking about two and a half yards uh, difference between that and the, the Apex uh, Pro. But my dispersion was the tightest with the Apex Pro, because I, I think I just, um, I just hit it. I just hit it better uh, overall. So um, really interesting results uh, to me, ones that, that kind of surprised me. I guess the spin rates didn't, um, but the amount of ball speed that I was getting uh, with lofts that are, that are definitely weaker than the, and then the other two was impressive. And I think that gets to the AI design flash face cap, but also the fact that you got 90 grams of tungsten in there in that, in that seven iron, which is just, uh, unbelievable. So I'll, I'll withhold my, uh, my decision there as well and turn it I, over to, uh, I, I, producer, I just, former producer
0: Tyler. I just want to comment, Dave. I was yeah. uh, watching your test intently with my face glued to the track, man. I know you were. And yes. one of the things that struck me specifically about the apex pro was your, your swing being very smooth and the ball really taking off but consistency, consistency of height. It it looked like you, it was like we were just hitting rewind and replaying the same swing a couple of times just with the ball flight Um, and uh, really going high. And I think that was a little bit because it was a higher spin for you. But um, I think we both were um, really impressed with how the Apex Pro performed.
2: Yeah, the spin rate consistency number was the tightest of the three um, there. And that was interesting, but I just expected it to be a solid, you know, five to six, seven yards shorter, and that was typically something the trade-off I wouldn't want to make. But when I see, you know, it's within one or two yards of, of the other two, now I'm in full ponder mode. Um, <laughs> but uh, let's let's turn it over to uh,
1: former producer Tyler. First, my first observation would be looking at a, at the DCB club and having that be a deep cavity back and having it, you know, theoretically be oversized. When you're looking down at that thing, it is not, you know, uh, a, a shovel, if you will. You know, it's not it, chunky. It, no, it's not chunky like you'd you'd think. And you know, it's a it is a game. It's a game improvement club, but it's not. I think people will be pleasantly surprised when they're looking down at, at the DCB and and seeing how forgiving it is while maintaining kind of a, a more classic um, profile. So, breaking it down, I similar to you guys was very 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 impressed with the apex pro um, the spin rate seventy eight hundred which is uh, which is just about perfect believe it or not the even with uh, it's three degrees weaker the loft on the seven iron um, twenty nine for the pro twenty six for the for the other guys uh, it was actually longer than apex standard uh, total of one seventy five over the uh, one seventy three of the um, standard uh dcb was a was a whole different beast
0: but uh and just so that so that we don't ruin your reputation tyler that's 175 yards into the wind at 55 degrees at eight in the morning in the morning so it was it we, was early
1: early morning there i we would can't
0: no- have anybody thinking that you only hit your seven iron 175 i would well, normally
1: i would normally say seven irons the 185 club for me okay
2: His club head speed was 98 miles an hour with a seven iron. So that'll tell you something.
1: (laughs) So, uh, but, but Nate, I, uh, I agree with your comment there of the consistency of um, distance when it comes to the Apex Pro really across all, all three um, models. As a guy, I'm a guy that wants to have the seven iron go 185 every single time, and I think there is occasion with face cup irons that you get that occasional jumper or the or the shot that will go a little bit further. With the addition of the AI faces uh, throughout this line, there was less. I I thought there was less potential for that to happen. So I'm um, really pleased with what I saw on Apex Pro. The dispersion was tight like i'd like to see um, I always fight a, uh, a a closed club face um, out of the three this the apex pro did have the most uh, the most left spin axis I would attribute that to being a little bit shorter blade length easier to turn over um, but overall th- i mean the the pro is kind of like what I like to see uh, and it's also the profile I'd like to look down at also interesting is despite this being a very Pro esque profile. I mean, those things are beautiful. Top lines, uh, thin, narrow soles, super easy to hit. And I think uh, I think you you both um, noted that in that it's remarkable for the profile of that club how well uh, how well it performed and how easy it was to hit. So couldn't say enough good things about the pro.
2: Can, can I clarify one thing, um, Nate? Before yes. uh, we get all the angry letters and pitchforks coming in, just on the lofts. Um, I think producer Tyler was talking about the 6-iron lofts. Um, so let's just clarify the 7-iron lofts here. The DCB is 30 degrees, the Apex 21 is 30.5, and the Apex Pro is 33. Um, so 2.5 degrees between the, the, the Pro and the 21 and then another half degree for the, uh, for the DCB. So you
1: would expect that the, the Pro would, uh, would be shorter, but wasn't always uh, the case. You're right. I was I was looking at the uh, wrong line item there on my and, uh, handy dandy spec sheet.
0: And I think part of that uh, has to do with the spin rate. And I think if there was, you know, as I do most evenings, as I wind down uh, after a long day's work, is I review spec sheets and I mm-hmm. review data and TrackMan data, and um, all of us saw very very similar uh, differences in spin between the three models, with the Pro spinning the most between, you know, four to 800 RPMs to the net, to the standard and then, or to the apex forge and then uh, more so to the DCB. And I think um, that to me is a critical uh, data point that golfers need to look at when getting fit um, is, is the spin rate and making sure that you're getting in a, an iron that is going to give you the recipe for distance that you want. For some people, you know, the part of the apex Pro, maybe traveling, making up some of that distance is you're getting a little more carry because tang time is going to be a little longer. Um, but for, for other golfers, having a little bit lower spin is going to be the key, um, to hitting it a little bit, uh, longer if, if that's the goal. So, um, anyway, the clubs seem to be very, very consistent, uh, for what they're supposed to do. Right. Mm -hmm. And that to me was particularly impressive. No, and, and what, what's cool is it, they they fit the
1: bill of what uh, the R&D and engineering team wanted them to be. So, uh, at least in my case, uh, the DCB launched, I mean, they all, I think we all three were in the thir- the high 13s, 13.5, 13.6, 13.9 um, were, were the three launch angles. So remarkably consistent um the one note i would have on the dcb is that did have the uh the by far the longest uh, uh of the three models and it did have that kind of flyer left at least for me so a mm. uh, uh, a potential for that to go high left for a uh, for a uh, yeah
0: for for someone who already turns the ball over yeah the dcb may not be uh too complimentary to that miss right and then and then also
1: one other note that I'll that I'll have before uh, we can we can all give our picks was um, the pro in terms of the height you know my my low shot is is a uh, hundred feet in the air so for yeah, someone yeah. who always hits it really really high um, the apex pro had the the uh, lowest height of the three um, 104 being the apex average uh, <laughs> apex uh, apex average for apex pro um and then that uh was a 111 for Apex standard and 115 um for DCB so uh, for, for me personally someone who would like to to see a little bit who's always trying to bring the flight lower uh that was nice to see in the pro as well but again consistent i think it fits it, each club fits the bill and uh, all three are are awesome options for people to have in their bag
0: all right so tyler let's start we'll go reverse order uh did this test change or, or i guess did this test influence which which of the three apex uh irons is going to go in your bag
1: so i mean g- given my uh my preferences in club and you know i would always call, consider myself the apex pro guy as you can see that i uh put in my background <laughs> there um it didn't sway the thought that, that I would play the Apex Pros. Uh, I, I'm, I'm kind of firmly in that camp, just given the collective uh, combination of look, feel, um, and, and now performance. But what I will say is that what this test did do is open my eyes to the feasibility of, of the other two irons, even the DCB, and, and how consistently it performed as options, uh, that are are very viable and and could be played. So, no, it did, it didn't sway my thought of the Apex Pro was going to be the one for me. But it did sway the thought of I'm not an Apex 21 guy. All you know, the like
0: all the um all the hype around the combo sets and the triple play and the mix set. I mean, yeah, that, that for a guy who's a uh, you know a scratch golfer like yourself that is even in play the mix set or the triple play
1: no doubt, no doubt so um super cool i i'm gonna I'm looking forward to uh this year um I got a couple tournaments that i'm gonna play in uh and excited to to have pro in the bag for these mr Neville yeah, so
2: uh I kind of uh indicated it, but uh this test really opened my mind, changed my mind so to speak, and so apex pro are in the bag now um wow. I'm, I'm going to try it without a combo set i'm going to try the full set of, of apex you know one thing about me is i tend to be pretty low spin so tyler was talking about numbers in the 7800 range and i was at the 58 5900 uh range so having a little bit more spin from the pro i think is actually going to help me as well in terms of uh control but but potentially. Uh, carry uh also so it's going to be an interesting experiment but uh apex pro in the bag how about you
0: Nate? there you go that is exciting development um so for for me um i guess this may be the most boring conclusion to a podcast but i'm also apex pro and the biggest thing for me is like the apex Pro because i've i've now been able to hit like the five iron the four iron they are surprisingly forgiving. And so, um, for me that I, I really like that. I like to be able to hit the ball, um, right to left. And so sometimes if there's too much offset, I can overcook it to the left. And the metric to me, that's really critical for irons. When you're going through a fitting is when you're looking at the dispersion circles, there may be, you know, small circles, big circles. I like to see the flattest circle. So it may be a little bit of left and right, dispersion, but I don't like to see a lot of short, long dispersion. So even if the left and right, maybe a little bit bigger, I look for the one that has the flattest circle. And for me, that was apex pro. And I bit, think that is, pin high. yeah, because then, then yes, if you're pin high, right. Or pin high left to me, that's a better miss than being well past the green or well short of the green. Um, and so for me, that's kind of the, what I look for in a set of irons, and so Apex Pro did that for me. And I think that's because of uh, more spin. So a little bit more distance consistency, not as long, uh, but very consistent. And um, so for me, that that's going to be the winner.
1: And I, I wouldn't necessarily call that a boring conclusion. I think it's just a testament to even over Apex 2019, how these are are longer and potentially even more consistent, uh, and, and how much technology is packed into uh, a small and very attractive package. Um, so uh, Super cool to see the test and, and see the numbers um, come out. I think a lot of people will similarly love, uh, love that Pro-Iron and find it very playable.
0: Well, good stuff here from the fitting room face-off, this Apex showdown. Um, Good news, fellas. I'm going to have to have you back for another showdown in a couple weeks' time where we are going to go head-to-head-to-head, driver versus driver versus driver. Same test, but with the Epic Speed, the Epic Max, and the Epic Max LS. So uh, make sure you uh, uh, stretch out, limber up, because we're going to do our next fitting room face-off with the big boys the drivers that'll be next time on the fitting room but this episode of the fitting room was produced by uh, and co-hosted by tyler sheehan uh, recorded by jen turk edited by trevor miglarino the fitting room is part of the callaway podcast network and we will be back next time with more from the fitting room podcast